You're listening to a message from Spindle City Vineyard. Connect with us or find out more at spindlecityvineyard.com. Today, on July 16th, we're in the book of Proverbs. Now, you know me, I like to start with a little bit of a hook. So I thought I would get you to try to guess the topic that we're focusing on in Proverbs. So I'm going to get you to guess after you see a series of pictures of two people together, and I want you to see if you can identify them. Well, two people or two characters. So could we get that first slide up, Hannah? And I want to see if you can recognize these people. Who's behind me? Woody and Buzz. You guys are right. Next one. Who are these two people? Oh, yeah. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Nicely spotted. I think they're at a Red Sox game. All right. Next one. I hear John Adams. That's right. But who's next to him? Yes. Tommy Jefferson. All right. Thomas Jefferson and John Adams. All right. Next one. What's that? Samwise. Frodo and Sam, or Samwise, if you're a true fan. All right, next one. Ashley, again. Gail and Oprah. Gail Smith and Oprah Winfrey. All right, and one more, I think. Timon and Pumbaa from The Lion King. Great movie. All right, so before we go any farther, who wants to guess what the topic is today based on those pictures? Partners in crime. Partners in crime, close. Friendship, that's right. So we're looking at friendship today, and friendship is a huge topic. Um, Oh, friendship is an even bigger topic. Too big for the slide, apparently. But Friendship is a big topic, and really what I want to just hone in on today is what does Proverbs tell us about friendship in particular? Because there's a million ways you could approach this topic, but really what we want to know what the book of Proverbs has to say about friendship. And before we do that, I just really felt in worship that we should take a few deep breaths together and just... I felt God say to tell you, you're among friends. So let's just bring that... Breathe that in and say to ourselves, I'm among friends. So I'm coming to you as your friend this morning, and so is God. You're among friends. Okay. Before we can understand what friendship, according to Proverbs, is, we need to know the purpose of Proverbs in the Bible. So Proverbs are a collection of sayings, accumulated insights over generations that explain how to live well and wisely within the objective reality of God's good world. You can have the next slide, Hannah. Thanks. Proverbs, they cover money. They cover parenting, marriage, work ethic, temptation, health and habits, you name it. But Proverbs aren't to be taken as guarantees of that good life. They are simply guidelines for how to be successful according to God's definition of success. The book talks a lot about wisdom and how there is wisdom in friendships. So really, we need to know what wisdom is. Well, Proverbs comes right out with it. It says, the fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. In other words, you cannot be a truly wise person unless you first accept and respect what God has revealed about himself, about the world, and you. And then wisdom is essentially applying that knowledge 
to the world around you, to real life. It's knowing what to do in any given situation. I think sometimes we think uh, being a Christian means making the one right choice all the time. But really, wisdom is often choosing from multiple options within a moral framework, and it's knowing which option to go with at the time. And wisdom is something that you tap into. God has it. God is it, and he gives it. Wisdom is a resource for understanding the cause and effect of God's created order. And it's relevant. It's relative to our lived experience. So Proverbs says, the extent to which you have good friends and are a good friend is the extent to which you have wisdom and a certain quality of life and character. The extent to which you have good friends, I'll say it again, and are a good friend, is the extent to which you have wisdom and a certain quality of life and character. So let's define friendship. I read an article from The Atlantic, which was talking about friendship, and they included a bunch of surveys that have been sort of conducted over the years on friendship. And there was a professor named uh, William uh, Rollins who weighed in for this article. And he said that surveys show, or surveys say uh, over and over and over again, from the smallest person to the oldest person, that a friend is somebody to talk to, somebody to depend on, and somebody to enjoy. These expectations remain the same, but the circumstances under which they're accomplished change. So you might be thinking, okay, talking, depending, enjoying, that's not just exclusive to friends. You could do that with a dog, I guess. (laughs) Or a cat, maybe. So what makes a friend unique? Well, I turned to C.S. Lewis, who writes uh, frequently and very deeply about friendship. And C.S. Lewis says, I have no duty to be anyone's friend, and no man in the world has a duty to be mine. No claims, no shadow of necessity. Friendship is unnecessary. It has no survival value. Rather, it is one of those things which gives value to survival. So here's the beauty and the tension of friendship. It's voluntary. Think of all the relationships and relational obligations the human race requires to continue. Can we name some relationships that you don't really have a choice that you just need to have in your life in order for humanity to continue? Your boss. Your parents. What else? Thought your siblings? Their relationships that just are there without without being voluntary. I thought, uh, yeah, employers, parents, spouses. After you know, once you choose a spouse, you have a relational obligation there. Neighbors, authorities, communities. These things are all uh, come with obligations, and they're necessary for survival in some way. But friends, friends choose to commit and do things for each other. Friends are up to you. So within this context of Proverbs, of wisdom and of friendship, let's look at the role friends play. And while there was a lot of verses to choose from, I trust that the ones that we're going to focus on are the ones the Holy Spirit wanted to emphasize for you and these three points. 
Okay, let's pray before we look at these three points and the verses that come with them. God, open our ears and our eyes and our hearts and our minds to hear something specific from you that will build us up and help us and make us feel loved and more aware of who you are and who we are. Thank you for taking care of that. Amen. Okay, so the first point in reading, studying Proverbs um, that I wanted to bring you with me to look at today is that friends, and when I say friends, I'm saying a true friend, a good friend. Friends influence and improve who you are. Friends influence and improve at the same time who you are. And there's three verses let's go through together from Proverbs. Proverbs 22:25 says, Do not associate with one easily angered, or you may learn their ways and get yourself ensnared. Key phrases, or you may learn their ways. Second verse is from 12:26. The righteous choose their friends carefully but the way of the wicked leads them astray. What do you think the key words there are? Carefully, mm -hmm. leads them, choose, excellent. And 1320, walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm. For better or worse, friends shape you and they shape the direction of your life. It's no surprise to me that Proverbs includes strong messaging on friendship. We are social, emotional, impressionable beings. If you want to become a better version of yourself, so to speak, it's not going to happen in isolation. Without the forces of friendship to both limit and empower your choices, your behavior, your sense of identity. There's a writer named Arnold Glasgow who put it this way, a true friend never gets in your way unless you happen to be going down. Seen this way, friendship has incredible potential to impact your life and its possibilities are endless. And because you have a choice in it, you are responsible for choosing well. Okay, here's the second point. Friends protect us or friends protect you with, not from, the truth. Friends protect us with, not from, the truth. 27.9 says, The pleasantness of a friend springs from their heartfelt advice. 27.6 Better is open rebuke than hidden love. Wounds from a friend can be trusted. In 18.1, whoever isolates himself or herself seeks his or her own desire. They break out against all sound judgment. Who here can remember that conversation with a friend? The one where they told it to you straight. Mariana's calling me out. Can you raise your hand if you have that experience of a wound? 
While you may have felt hurt and angry, looking back, they told you what you needed to hear. I'll tell you some of mine that I heard over the years. I won't say who it was or what it was about. He doesn't like you anymore. A friend once said that to me, and I needed to hear that. It wasn't Dan, don't worry. <laughs> he doesn't like you anymore. You hurt me. You do not look well. And you need to get some help. To be a forthright friend like this, that is a high calling. But it's also proof of love. Because genuine love is sacrificial. And it seeks the better of the other person, even to its own hurt, to your own hurt. And the mark of a true friendship, remember this, friends, the kind of friendship that Proverbs is recommending is honesty and transparency. Even if it temporarily causes conflict or discomfort, on both sides. We all know that if you have to have that kind of conversation with someone, you're going to be hurting as well. And last point. Friends can stand in for and even supersede or improve upon, surpass your family. 2710 says, do not forsake your friend. And they actually add your father's friends, so family friends. Better is a neighbor nearby than a relative far away. Say in England. 1824. There is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And 1717. A friend loves at all times. And a brother is born for a time of adversity. I find this aspect of friendship, I think, the most amazing thing of all. I know for a fact that so many of us have experienced a lack of family or physical or emotional distance between us and family. And for whatever reason, your family is not functioning to be the support that they were intended to be. And God... From the very beginning, if you remember in the garden, it's not good for man to be alone. God, in his kindness, made provision for that scenario. He actually created friendship, which is a relationship of unconditional love that, even better than your family, which you didn't pick, is the result of choice. You being chosen, you getting to choose. And that brother or sister that it talks about in time of adversity, yes, that could be a biological sibling, no doubt. I've been blessed to have that. But there's, there's this sense that there are actually people who are born, were born, to be your friend at a certain time in your life, a time of crisis or a time of suffering, that God appointed a friend to substitute for family for you in a time of adversity. So, friends influence and improve who you are. They protect you with, not from the truth. And they stand in and can even be better than family. This is what Proverbs has to share with us this morning.
So before we move into ministry time, to really learn and process what you just heard, I wanted to give you a little bit of space. I wanted to give you space to check in with friendship in your life. I want to be very clear. I am not setting up a time to invite condemnation. I am not doing that. I am setting up a time to identify the encouragement that God has for you this morning. The more peace. Where does he have more for you? Not even necessarily what is missing. You don't want to stay there. But what does he have for you extra this morning? More. Because that's who he is. So I'm going to pose two questions to you. And I'm going to give you a couple minutes to just sit. If you want to write them down, you can. Or you can just hear them frankly. I want you to be brave. And I want you to ask yourself, do I have the kind of friends Proverbs recommends? And if my friends are lacking, or I lack friends, do I know why? And there is no condemnation. I know from experience that there can be seasons of lots of friendship, of plenty, and seasons of scarcity. Harder to find friends. But I wanted us to stop and think again. Do I have the kind of friends that Proverbs recommends? And if my friends are lacking and who they are, or if I actually lack friends, do I know why? So I'm going to let you sit with that for a minute, and then I'm going to ask you another question, and then we'll move into where I really want to end this. Think about it. The second question is, am I the kind of friend that Proverbs recommends? And if not, what is missing? And I can go first. I know of those three characteristics of a friend, I find that middle one the hardest, which is speaking the truth in love, even if it hurts. Because I am very empathetic, and I get myself into a pickle trying to work my way to that conversation because I know it's going to hurt me, and it will hurt the other person, and I can't bear when other people are hurt. So I'm working on that second one. But I want you to ask yourself, am I the kind of friend Proverbs recommends, and if, and if not, what's missing? So another minute on that, friends. All right, so we, we thought about the friends in our lives or the not friends in our lives, and we thought about our own self as a friend. Um, and at this point, you might be feeling good, and you might be feeling grateful, or you might feel worse. You might have a longing for more or better friendships, or you might have a sadness for a friendship you lost or was damaged in some way. Or you might be feeling straight up guilt that you haven't prioritized or embodied this standard of friendship. Or you might actually be feeling a little bit of resistance here that you don't need friends and you don't want to be needed as a friend. Which is great. (laughs) Because we know exactly where to end this message. Which is with our inadequacy which you are welcome to feel right now, which would be normal, and the adequacy of Jesus. And that's where we're going to end. Jesus, the friendship of Jesus, specifically Jesus as your friend. And when I was writing this, I came across another article. Actually, it was the same one from the Atlantic that talked about friendship. And it talked about this concept of friendship as a double agent, where you could get in 
but you could also get out. That makes it unique. And the quote that I uh, took from that article is this. It's the freedom, and I have this too, the freedom to be independent and the freedom to be dependent. The freedom to be independent and the freedom to be dependent. You have it. And I felt God's encouragement this morning to us, to the friends of Spindle City Vineyard, was to continue choosing dependence and pursuing friendship. And more than knowing what a good friend looks like and how to be one, that hinges on having Jesus as a friend. You will not be the friend that you want to be or the friend to others that they need without the friendship of Jesus. And you're designed to not be able to be an adequate friend without his friendship. You might get pretty close, so you might feel like for a season you're nailing it as a friend or you've got good friends but if we really want to be true genuine friends who do those three things that proverbs recommend we need jesus as a friend and to model for us what that friendship looks like and to empower us to be those friends and so whatever your feeling is having thought back about your friends and what kind of friend you are i want you to just enter ministry time with that feeling And I'm going to point you to the words of Jesus because he spoke to us about being our friends. In fact, before he was arrested and executed, he had a meal with his friends. And he talked to them. Friends talk. So he had a little chat. It was actually quite a big chat. (laughs) And scholars refer to it as the final discourse. And I'm going to read the farewell discourse. I'm going to read something he said to them directly to us. (coughs) Excuse me. And I'm going to invite him to reveal himself as a friend and then to speak into those places that you just reflected on with his words. Because they got to be there, and that was special. But he's saying the same thing now. And so if you can imagine yourself sitting at the table with him, and this was the the last thing he had to say to you, or he felt was the most important thing to say to you before he left. Well, where's my vitamin water there? I'm getting dry. Oh, no, here it is, here it is. Sorry. Okay, so I'm going to read you what he said to you about his friendship. And then we're just going to invite him to speak into those places that you just reflected on and to reveal himself. So Hannah, if you could pull up that slide, please. So he said to his friends at the meal, greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. I no longer call you servants because a servant doesn't know his master's business. In other words, you know my business now. Instead, instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. And here is the crowning statement. Do you remember we talked about friends being optional, voluntary, a matter of choice? This is what Jesus is saying to you. 
You didn't choose me, but I chose you. I chose Susanna as my friend. I chose Claire and Dan and Julie and Mariana and Vanessa and Matt. Friendship is a choice, and God has chosen to be your friend. And all of those things that you get from a friend, you can get from Jesus. You can talk to him. Can you depend on him? Can you depend on him? Can you enjoy him? Does he tell you the truth? Does he influence you? Does he improve you? Does he stand in for family? Does he supersede family? Is he like a brother? Is he like a sister? I have been blessed to have a lot of friends in my life. God has been very good to me with friendship. But I've never genuinely had a friend like Jesus. And so I just felt that was the encouragement this morning, was to soberly examine friendships in your life and to know the gift of friendship and to be encouraged to pursue it as a family here. I think we're actually very good at friendship at Spindle City. But I think it, we would do well to pause and take stock of the areas where we can be better friends and be there, friends for each other, and then to pivot as we should do every time we read scripture, back to where is Jesus in this and how can we end with the story of Jesus and Jesus in our lives. And so I'm going to pray now and um, invite Jesus to come and to speak into your feelings and your thoughts about friendship and then to specifically give you a word or a picture or something to hold on to with him as a friend. And Hannah, could you go to that last picture? I don't know if you've seen The Chosen. I'm a big fan of The Chosen. In season three, there's this scene where Jesus has, long story short, he takes his disciples swimming. And I've never thought of it before, but I love this scene because he goes into the water, I think the, yeah, the Sea of Galilee probably, or the Jordan River, and he plays with them. They actually do chicken fights. You know when you have a friend up on your shoulders and then someone else has a friend on your shoulders and you're trying to knock the other person out? Well, they decided to just do this scene where they had their actors, you know, be in these roles and play in the water. And so that's Jesus in the off-white one in the front there, all wet and looking at the water. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to put that up there because that is Jesus as your friend. And that can be what we're looking at as we're inviting him to speak to us. Jesus, the friend. Okay. Yeah, and if you could put a little bit of music on. And if you just want to sit with your hands out, or you could stand if you feel like compelled to stand, or you can close your eyes or keep them open. We just want to be inviting of what God wants to show us this morning based on this word.